Good morning, everybody. Wow, we're, we're going all over the place. We do late night, we do early morning. I guess all the more proof that I don't have a good sleep schedule going, but that's okay. Here I am, I'm Robin. This is me reading stuff. I am happy to be here no matter what. I am drinking my morning coffee with you guys, and that's kind of fun. Uh, I do wish we had some sort of online hangout of sorts. I don't know what that is. Oh, I know. Like, a, again, YouTube. Maybe I need to be a YouTuber. Let's just bite the bullet. Anyway, my coffee order today in my own kitchen was, of course, my Nespresso Original Pods uh, Decaf Americano. What do I put in that? The tiniest thing of half and half. Like, I'm, it's, a drop doesn't even describe it. Just like a little, it's almost like a pinprick or something. Uh, and then... We're going for that collagen. Let's get that collagen boost. Good for the joints. And that's it. Uh, that's what I'm drinking in a Malvern Books coffee mug from Malvern Books in Austin, Texas. That did, uh, I didn't mean for that to be a plug. Uh, let's see. I've been recording on my phone. How's that going for you guys? Let me know. Be honest. I do have... Uh, a musician and a producer living in this house with me. And he says he prefers this to when I use my microphone. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, I do think I need a real podcast mic again. The other one just doesn't seem to be cutting it anymore, but who really cares? This isn't this podcast. Hello. If you're new, this podcast has nothing to do with being perfect or doing things right. It's just me talking to you, checking in with you guys, spending time with you guys keeping you company while you do things like, what kind of things might you be doing? Brushing your teeth, driving to work. If people do that anymore, I'm just kidding. I know they do. It doesn't seem like people do, but they do. Um, well, cleaning the house, doing the dishes, taking a walk, working in your studio. When, when do people mainly listen to podcasts. Those who listen to podcasts seem to listen to them all the time. Uh, you know, I haven't been listening to podcasts lately, I just realized. Almost never. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I'm, I'm doing things like enjoying quiet. Whenever I get a chance, I'll just sit in silence, even while I'm drawing, believe it or not. Um, you're going to hear, I'm going to be, so I did collage style a little bit this week. So you're going to hear what I mean by that is I've been checking in, in my, uh, audio just to like say hi and what I'm doing. So you're going to, we're going to go back in time after I include other things from this week, but I got back to my studio this week. That's been the biggest update after a long hiatus. After I finished my last show, I then, well, I had fallen ill as they say. And so I had to take a lot of time off to just get better. And then it was time to travel for my show. And then it was time to come back home. And then it was time to have a little celebration. That's when I went to the Salish Lodge. And then it was time to get back to work. So I had a big adjustment this week, but I think, you know, now it's Friday and I think I'm kind of back into the I don't know. I think I'm back into a rhythm of some sorts. Uh, other things I've been doing, I've been deliberately doing things slowly. I'm not sure if I told you guys this, but like Damien and I are complete opposites. If we were 
you know, animals or wildlife or insects and all of that. I would be like a hummingbird and he would be a snail. I am so quick in everything I do. Just like, just nonstop movement, nonstop doing shit, cannot sit still to save my life. Not in an ADD way necessarily, but in a, um, in a, just a busybody way. I'm a busybody, I guess. Although doesn't busybody mean you're like in other people's business, but busybody, like my own definition of it is what I am. My mom's the same way, just constantly moving things around, constantly, you know, finding things to throw away, clean, organize. Uh, it's just nonstop. And it's exhausted me. So uh, Damien is a great example. I mean, he, I don't even know. It may take him like 10 hours to get from here to the car to go run an errand. Uh, he'll often say, you know, well, I'll see you later. I'm, I'm going to go blah, blah, blah. Um, and we kiss goodbye. And then three hours later, he's still in the house kind of preparing to leave. <laughs> and... I mean, me, if I say I'm going somewhere, you don't even see me. I'm like already in Michigan or something by the time you look back to see if I've left the house. So I think that a lot of my busyness is anxiety. And uh, I think it's, I think it's a lot of things. My desire to be productive every second Ooh, you know, this like, it's kind of like dumb sounding, but so true. Are you a human being, Robin? Or are you a human doing? Boom, take that. I am trying to be a human being. All right, I just hit pause to take a drink of my coffee. I am not somebody who likes their coffee to get cold. Are you guys? Let me know. All right, I'm going to interject some things here. I'm going to interject uh, whatever I recorded earlier this week. Now, keep in mind, I have no idea what these will say. I'm just, I just remember recording them. I remember I was in the car on one of them. I was in the garage on another one. I don't know. I don't know what I've been up to, but we'll find out. All right, here you go, guys. Goodbye. I'll talk to you again live in just a second. Okay, just an observation I made about my male lady, who is so nice. Uh, I don't often get to talk to her, but... Sometimes I can spy her as she's coming to the door to drop off a package, and she is always smiling to herself. Every single time. How, how cool of a person is that? I also like it because her name's Wendy, and that's my mom's name. What's up, you guys? I am on the way home from a gastroenterologist visit. I tried so hard to uh, get my new doctor, who is awesome, to allow me to not have to have a colonoscopy every year. I tried to be real, I really tried to put on the charm, um, but he doesn't let me because when you have ulcerative colitis, you have to get a colonoscopy every single year and it's very sad. So anyway, got that scheduled. Everything was good though. Um, what else is going on? Yeah, so I was wondering, I'm going to reach out to you guys if any of you you have um, more experience going on vacation and doing things where you're, you know, purposefully trying to get away from work and house chores and all of that, and then you come back. Is this a typical response? Question mark. Is it common to, after a fun time away, to find it almost impossible to get back to work? 
because that's what I'm experiencing. I am also just very fatigued, but I just finally found it so much fun to not be working. Like for the first time, I found that to be the greatest thing ever. And now getting back at it in the studio feels, I'm going to say it a little like torture to me. So is this common for those of you who've always enjoyed the journey of going on vacations? Let me know. What a journey there. Colonoscopies, Wendy's, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, vacations. Um, yeah, so hi, everybody. I'm back. This is again now Friday morning. I ate some grapes. I ate some toast. And now we're going to see what else I recorded for you guys. And I promise we'll read something in a bit. Just, you know, just give me a moment. <laughs> give, give me a moment to catch up with myself. Hey, guys. Uh... I think earlier, maybe I left you a message or is this what you call it? Anyway, <laughs> hi, this is Robin checking in on me reading stuff. I can't remember if I said this earlier or if I thought it um, in one of these little notes to the listeners, but one is to share my friend Eva Gergieva gave me this quote from Bulgaria. It's like an old Bulgarian phrase, which is the appetite comes with the eating and she gave me that phrase for a different reason, but the thing was, is like, I was really worried that I couldn't get into the swing of things in the studio, and today I was just doing a deep dive, getting so much ready for me to work, and now I'm like pumped. I can feel my old self coming out, and yeah, I'm out of breath. I thought, I'm just gonna, I want to work all night, and now I'm getting, <laughs> but that's the problem is like, I go from zero to one billion in the matter of about one hour, so I can't do that. I've got to pay attention to my body, but at least I'm getting things done and I think I'll wake up fresh tomorrow. I'm in the garage right now. I'm getting a whole bunch of things uh, packed up and organized and unpacked. Oh, also, you artist friends of mine will relate to this. I opened up a package from a gallery that none of you guys will be able to figure out what this gallery is. They're not a normal gallery I work with that often, but I open up this package and um, they're returning those. I realized, oh my God, this gallery still has all this work for me. Um, what the hell? I got to get this back because it's actually good stuff. And so I emailed them. They're willing to return it right away, even though I did have to pay for it. And um, then it, it came, when I opened it all up and started to unpack it, moths fell, flew out of it and... There were bird feathers that just kind of started to come out of it. I was like, what the hell? What were you guys doing? Clearly you weren't working on selling it because <laughs> you wouldn't have this come out of it if you were. Isn't that sad? All right, anyway. Oh, the life of an artist. Constantly ignored. Also, by the way, that has happened to me before, even worse, where a gallery... You know, galleries are always, understandably, in a lot of cases, like, okay, let's get rid of some of the inventory if it hasn't sold, you know, if it's been around for several years and nobody's biting, send it back to the artist. Um, it's always painful to hear, and then when it does happen, well, anyway, long story short, this gallery sent me back a bunch of stuff. And one of them had never once been opened. Like I sent it to them specially because I was excited about this new drawing. You just assume the best, like everybody's working that drawing. They're showing it to clients who are interested in my work, collectors that is. Um, 
No, this one, they didn't. I, I could tell because of, I used my tape that had never been ripped. It's almost like you, it's almost like forensic scientist kind of stuff with art where you know they've never opened it. And it was such a good draw. It was just so devastating to think it just been in a drawer for eight and a half years. Nobody paying attention to it at all. So I don't know. It's great to have good galleries. It sucks to have bad ones. There have been some questions about whether I am talking about someone or something specific. What I can say is that my musings, or my ramblings, as some people would call them, are of a universal nature. However, they are from my experiences as I try to share some thoughts to give you one person's perspective on the world at large. It's not always going to be pretty. In fact, at times, it will be downright ugly. I will change the names to protect the innocent. But then again, who among us is innocent? I know I am not. And in saying that, I will be hard on myself. But I will be very hard on the ones that mean to take advantage of others on the ones that mean harm to others, on the ones that have evil in their hearts, I promise you, I will show them no mercy. Wow, a lot on my mind there today. Very serious, very serious day. All right, let's get to reading now. We're going to be reading from... The Collected Poems of Chika Sagawa. This is translated by Sawako Nakayasu. And this book won the Penn Literary Award. It is published with, through Canarium Books. Hold on. I don't know if I can see when it was published. I'm so sorry. I should have planned this. 2015. This was a gift from my good friend, the poet Stephanie Gehring. And I am obsessed with this book. Uh, don't recall at the moment if I ever did read from it on the podcast. I think I may have, though. I definitely didn't read this piece. This is called, oh, well, a little bit about Chika Sagawa. Uh, very short life. Uh, born in 1911, died in 1936. Uh, very sadly of uh, stomach cancer, I believe. She was a translator and a poet. Um, she translated, I know, I, I don't remember everybody, but like major writers like James Joyce. Uh, and I think she was considered a surrealist po poet and also, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I just know she was considered avant-garde for her time. And uh, yeah, there are a few photos of her that exist. I, every time I see them, I get very sad thinking about this. Very cool, too, about this book, um, is is dedicated to her, which I weirdly have never seen in my history of looking at books. I always look at the dedication and acknowledgement pages, and the dedication page is my favorite, and it's dedicated to her. So anyway, a little bit of a sad note there, uh, but she, her, I can't wait to read this to you. Okay, this one is called Composition in Three Primary Colors. The post office is a mile away. In front of the butcher shop, a leghorn bends its beak, scrounging for feed. 
locally grown eggs for sale, it says on the window. A man in a white apron sneezes with a knife gleaming between the tendons of the beast. Passing by the rear gates of the elementary school, there is a commotion like a swarm of bees, and the national anthem departs from the keys of the organ one octave lower. When they arrive at a distant wind-like conclusion, the village is completely submerged into the air, and the birds no longer sing in this region of calm. The Nandina field is vicious and beautiful like melted lacquer. I see an army fleet on a hill. It is round like a bun of scorched dead grass. On a sunny day, a brown lizard watches the ventilation tube spin around. Kara, 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 kara. What is that? Rows of boots with freshly applied cream. Singing out of tune, I walk down a street with a cedar forest and a bamboo grove and a clothes drying rack. The soldiers say that the fruit atop the donkey's back is funny, which reminds me that the sun is a cheap, gleaming thing that at first shines near the eyes, then slips back and follows people around all day. But it seems to have grown a bit distorted. <coughs> Excuse me. There is a mental hospital in the middle of a field. They say the flag on the rooftop is a landmark so that people won't get lost. From the balcony, I see the laundry person's bike detouring around it, around it on its way here. Further above the rooftop, where the saffron has bloomed all over, silk slippers are raining down. The river close to my ears always shows me such dreams. Music with loosened strings burst out through a rift in a boring moment. To anticipate a light-hearted letter on a Sunday afternoon is enjoyable, like the feeling of love, the rhythms of a ribbon being teased by the wind atop the head of a doe. It is also amusing to consider those white thorns touching the heart. The naked trees can be seen transparently into the depths of the sky. A man wearing a wool coat over a blue kimono is up on a tree stump, using his umbrella as a cane, swaggering in front of all the children and adults that surround him. You crazy fools, do you, do you know when this road was built, how old this Zilkova tree is? I, I, during the prosperous times of 1917, yes, if I hadn't lost it on the market, I wasn't asking you if Napoleon had come to Caucasus. My younger brother had 2,000 hectares of farmland, and yet the rice is expensive. Don't you laugh now. Any moment now, and you're going to stumble. Ha, 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 ha. What a cold outcry. His toothless mouth was inflamed and bright red. Let's quickly shut the windows of the cake box-like hospital across the way. There is an evil wind blowing from over there, a cold that invades the brains of young people. We don't make much of an exception for running in order to catch the train. And that's that. I mean, holy moly, right? It's beautiful. This is uh, basically one big paragraph, aside from the first line being the post office is a mile away. Um, really beautifully structured. And all of, I mean, I don't know. The fact that it's, I don't know. I love everything. The primary color reference. The fact that it does seem to be a walk to the post office and... Um, I don't know. I just, I, I love it so much. I'm very moved by her work. So, uh, 
Chika Sagawa, wherever you are, we thank you for existing. Sorry your time was short, but I don't know. Maybe you're the lucky one. All right, everybody, that's all I've got. Again, I always put a link in the description um, where you can find this book. And I also put some odds and ends about me. My show, American Animals, is currently up at Susan Inglet Gallery. You can see a lot more about that at ingletgallery.com. That's I-N-G-L-E-T-T gallery.com. You can hit me up on Instagram at Robin, R-O-B-Y-N underscore O'Neill, O-N-E-I-L. Closing thoughts for the day, you. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to clean off that nightstand. You're going to make it look really cute, really nice, really organized. Maybe put the next two books you want to read right on that so you can, I don't know, visualize and look forward to what's on the horizon. And then maybe at some point this week, if you can swing it, take a full hour for reading in bed tonight or early in the morning or maybe not in bed on a chair or couch, but take a full hour. You know you want to do that. Who doesn't? I want to do it. I'm basically telling myself to do it. Um, stretch, drink water, keep your phone in the other room, buy yourself a house plant, uh, lip gloss, some cool socks, some refried beans, go get that stuff. Be good to yourself. Forgive yourself. Forgive others. Everyone's doing their best. Remember expectations are premeditated resentments. Have a great week. I love you guys. And I'll talk to you next time. Goodbye.